former Team New Zealand director, not particularly happy, it would seem, with uh, Team New Zealand appearing to looking around as far as options are concerned for the ne- hosting of the next America's Cup and seeking a fee uh, from the New Zealand taxpayer. Uh, Dr. Jim Farmer QC served as a director of Team New Zealand between 2007-2013, believes Team New Zealand's attempt to get Auckland to pay a hosting fee for 2021 uh, in the wake of big money offers from Abu Dhabi or Russia has the appearance of corporate blackmail. Now, the Herald on Sunday last month, of course, reported uh, Team New Zealand did have offers. Uh, In a column published on his uh, legal website, Farmer wrote that it's a bad look. So I'm interested to speak to him and find out why. Very good afternoon, Jim. Appreciate your time. Good afternoon, Daniel. Why did you feel compelled to get your own message and take of this out? Uh, Well, I think I'd I'd read quite a lot of uh, adverse comment, both in the media and also people talking to me personally uh, about this whole issue of the hosting fee. And eventually I sort of got to the point where I thought, well, really, Team New Zealand need to come out and deny that they will take the, take the cup offshore just for, for a hosting fee. And if they weren't prepared to do that, well, then I think that was letting down all those people who for many, many years have supported Team New Zealand uh, and the New Zealand government, for that matter, who've supported it financially. Uh, and I just felt it was going to do a lot of damage to Team New Zealand's reputation if they didn't actually come out and say, no, we're never under any circumstances going to Abu Dhabi or to Russia. Uh, if the infrastructure is provided here by the New Zealand government and or the council, and it seems like it will be, uh, then we'll go ahead with the Cup in New Zealand. So, Jim, it's much about optics here, that it looks like corporate blackmail. Yeah, so I was very careful to say that because I, I, for myself, I... I uh, I don't believe that the sort of very reputable people at Team New Zealand would indulge in corporate blackmail, but that's how it looks and that's how people are interpreting it. And so that's why I really wanted to write something and say, look, for goodness sake, come out and deny that that's what you're doing and and deny that the cup will go offshore um, just in return for a hosting fee from some country that has no real connection with, with sailing. Do you think they have a right to seek the best deal that they can make, even if that means not having it here? Uh, no, I don't, um, because, as I say, there's, there's so much history uh, around New Zealand support, both financial and uh, in other ways. People like myself, I suppose, who, who for 10 years was a director and didn't receive director's fees. Why do we do that? Why do all the people uh, provide the contributions and the support they have? And for one reason only, and that was to bring the cup back to New Zealand after two, after we lost it in 2003. So just to say, oh, well, someone else is offering us a uh, hundred and something million dollars to go to one of these countries that, as I say, has got no uh, real connection with yachting uh, just for the money. I just think it's letting down the country. I just don't think it's an option that having regard to that history is available to Team New Zealand. They only really answer to themselves, though, don't they, Jim? Um, and they only, do you understand... They look after themselves first. Uh, no, I don't think that. I don't think that's their duty. It, it's not like a, a private company that um, has not received money from from the government. It has. It's received a lot of money over the years from the government, and therefore it's uh, it, it, it's got those public duties that go with that. Uh, but I can remember having discussion when I was director with with. Um, uh, with Grant Dalton at the time and saying, "Look, Grant, it's all very well if we're going to take this money from the government. That's fine, but." 
with that with that money comes an obligation for the future, and we should recognise that. And I, and I think that was recognised. And, and that's why I really think, for goodness sake, Team New Zealand, come out now and say, no, we're not going to these places. Uh, and one way or another, we will stay in New Zealand. Of course, if the infrastructure is not provided, uh, well, then they have a contractual uh, arrangement with uh, Luna Rossa or Prada that it will then necessarily uh, go offshore. It would go to Italy. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, a question of a hosting fee being paid, which is something yeah, different. It is something different, Jim, isn't it? And, and I, I and yes. when I heard about Luna Rossa, the backup, I thought prudent approach. But when I when I saw those names mentioned, I was like, hold on, that's sort of changing the whole landscape because what the government has shown this team great support, vast amounts of taxpayers' money over multiple campaigns. So during your tenure, when negotiating with the government, in your understanding, was it openly discussed that Team New Zealand, whenever they won the cup, would guarantee? That they would host it here, was it? Was well, there ever a contract or a, a yeah, handshake yeah, agreement? Yeah, no, there was a contract. Um, I mean, I was actually went on the board um, in 2004, immediately after we lost the cup, and leading up to Valencia, when the government put a lot of money in, I think 30 something, 36 million dollars, uh, there was a very clear contract. Uh, that was negotiated over some time, and that specifically provided at the time that if we won the Cup in Valencia in 2007, there was an obligation to hold the event in New Zealand. Now, what I don't know is whether that obligation carries, yes. carried yeah. through to subsequent events. I possibly didn't. How about this? They take it elsewhere and they can pay us back. They can take it wherever they want, Jim. <laughs> Well, that's that's that deals with the money side of it. But what about all the sort of the expectations that the New Zealand yes. public have of having the event here and getting excited about it, uh, being supportive of it, um, and making New Zealand a, a showcase for the for the with the event? If if they were, oh, for some reason I can't. Hopefully, you can answer this one as we wrap this up. Um, Jim, if they are, if they are at all sort of shopping around, what advice would you would you give to them? Obviously, you want them to speak now. What would you want them to say? If they are shopping around, I, I, look, I don't, I don't believe they are shopping around. I just can't believe. I I don't want to believe they're shopping around. So my advice is, look, kill this thing now before any further damage is done to Team New Zealand's reputation. And you think you, you're seeing a lot of comments that make you think that that is under sort of. I'm scrutiny the reputation of absolutely there's been there been letters to the to the herald and to other uh, media outlets uh, there was a very large article written last Saturday morning's herald um, there's been a lot written but also on top of that people ring me and they say well, look you, you you were a director of team New Zealand we don't like this this isn't this isn't what we sort of backed team New Zealand for and you know it, it's a big topic of conversation at the moment and it's all negative comments about the fact that Team New Zealand are not coming out and denying that they will go to Abu Dhabi or to Russia. And I can only assume you and fellow other former board members feel the same. I haven't spoken to other former board members, but I'm sure, I'm, I'm confident that they would feel the same. Because they also, like me, they served as board directors without fee, uh, for one reason only, and that is to promote uh, New Zealand, uh, New Zealand's interests in relation to the America's Cup. Uh, leaving that topic behind you, well, say it, it definitely is confirmed for here. You're excited at the prospect, but you know what about the challenges and far as infrastructure, getting the teams down here? How are you feeling overall? You're optimistic it's going to be a grand event in 2021. 
Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, that's for a different reason altogether. And, and that is that, um, I mean, one of the things over the years that um, Team New Zealand and, and Grant Dalton in particular uh, were very critical of people like Larry Allison and Ernesto Bertarelli for making the event as expensive as it became. And that Grant was very right to say many, many times, and he said it publicly, this event has got to be made cheaper. And if it's made cheaper, you'll get more teams entering. This last event, what did we have? Four or five teams in in, in San Francisco, uh, the same. Uh, going back, you know, if you think back to um, the 1990s and beyond that, even uh, you had seven, eight, nine teams, ten teams, and and that's what people want to see, and and that's what actually, by the way, brings the big economic benefits. Now, this uh, concept boat that Team New Zealand and Prada have developed between them is going to be hugely expensive. And there's a lot of talk among yachting fraternity, people in the know, designers, one or two designers I know, the cost of that and the cost of the supporting crew, because there's going to be two boats for each team if they want them, supporting crew and all the rest of it, uh, the cost of this next regatta is going to be phenomenal. And therefore you won't get, you won't get eight teams entering. You'll get four or five at most. And that's going to diminish the economic benefits uh, coming into coming into New Zealand. Mm, and even as someone as thick as I can can uh, can understand that uh, the more means we benefit greatly. Jim, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for offering your insight. Okay, thank you, Jim Farmer QC, uh, former uh, director at uh, Team New Zealand. Not too happy with um, this notion of uh, perhaps asking for a, a hosting fee, and, that, and perhaps even more so, more more aptly as he was pointing out, allowing the appearance of uh, what some of you might deem as corporate blackmail.